Welcome to From Fear to Fire, Secrets to Overcome Fear, Embrace Your Gifts, and Achieve Success. This is the place where real people share real challenges and where you can find a common bond and uncommon wisdom through their journeys to help you move from fear to fire. I am your host, Heather Hansen O'Neill, and today's quote is by Nikola Tesla. If you want to find the secrets of the universe, think in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration. Today, we have an incredible guest for you. Her name is Anne O'Brien, and she is a no-nonsense, mystic, intuitive, and teacher of practical intuition. Since 2004, she has supported thousands of private clients and has spoken and taught around the United States. Beginning in 1999, she completed 10 years of psychic training, along with studies in yoga, Aikido, holistic health, and conscious relationships. She is the author of the number one Amazon bestseller, A Woman's Guide to Conscious Love. And her second book, Everyone is Psychic, is soon to be released. We're very excited about that. So welcome, Anne. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me, Heather. Oh, I'm so excited. This is such a great topic and and a nice twist to it for for those out there who are are dipping their toe into intuition, that it's more practical and no nonsense. I'm super excited to hear what you have for us. Mm, Thank you so much. Yeah, it's very, very normal, but we didn't all grow up learning that it was normal. So that's why I wanted to write this book. I really wish you had written it about 30 years ago. (laughs) That would help me out tremendously. (laughs) So give me a little bit more of your background before we dive into some specific um, questions about the book. Sure. Yeah, I was a sensitive kid. And as a teenager, I dabbled in learning to read tarot cards and studying astrology and studying different types of meditation starting at 18. And I did all that just trying to manage my sensitivity and didn't have any kind of mentor. And I was basically feeling everybody else's stuff, you know, and trying to heal the people around me unknowingly, just because I so naturally could feel it all. And nobody was there to tell me, Hey, that's not yours, or you're having a psychic experience here. So took a little while. And then into my mid twenties, I found this psychic development school. And it's sort of like, ding, ding, like, this is what I need. I read their newsletter. And I was like, this is the, this the people speak my language after doing a lot of different types of meditation. And they were all good, but not of it really spoke to this need I had to discover my abilities and understand what had been happening for me. And I didn't have any mentorship. And so that initial class, well, first I went and got readings. They had like a free student reading clinic and free energy healings for the public and, or a small donation or something. And I would go in and they'd say, well, why don't you take a class here? And I was like, I don't know. I don't know. And then finally I started taking classes that led to 10 years of training. I couldn't stop. (laughs) The first three years, I did not think I would ever do this for a job. I thought I'm going to be a musician and I was a singer songwriter. And that was part of my clearing all the programming that kept me from doing that. Right. So freeing my creativity was part of my awakening. But then after a few years, I was like, you know what? This spiritual stuff's not going away. I think this is what I'm supposed to do. (laughs) And then in 2004, I started my business. I was in Los Angeles at the time, and I did a lot of traveling to meet clients and do these mind, body, spirit expos in different places. And now I have a business it's online and in person. I'm in Colorado now, and it's been a really wonderful path. 
That's amazing. You know, when you're, when you're speaking about your journey and, and how you, you didn't really have someone guiding you until you got that aha moment, it, it just took me back so strongly to, I always felt kind of different and, and bizarre. And I let all of this emotion in. And then I read an article, I think in my early thirties, that it was literally like that lightning strike. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm an empath, you know? <laughs> and it was like the same thing where you're like, what? I wish I had known this. So that is so cool. So now the inspiration behind Everyone is Psychic, your newest book. Tell us about that. Well, I really wanted people to not have to go through what I went through. Like you said, you wish the book was written 30 years ago, right? And I think we're at a point on the planet where it is more considered normal and people are very open to this topic, unlike when I was younger. Um, but I want people to understand that psychic abilities are as natural as all the other senses. And when you start to learn to work with them, they can improve your life in so many ways. They can make it so much easier. They can help you feel uh, more connected, more, more spiritual connection. And if we don't work with them, they can bring us a lot of confusion. So just pretending they don't exist or pushing them down and going, no, 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 that doesn't, that's just your imagination. That's just not real. That's, that's not true, right? The truth is there is a world of energy. Everything starts with energy and energy impacts us profoundly. Everything we do starts with energy. So I, I believe that if we don't learn to work with these abilities, they will, they will use us. If we don't use them, they use us and clearing your energy every day. It's like taking taking a shower, you know, people say, how do you have the discipline to meditate every day? I'm like, well, why do you take a shower? Like, it just feels better. <laughs> so I want, I want people to understand that. And I, I like in my book and in my work, in my teaching, I like to give really simple, practical ways to do that. So it's approachable. You know, I absolutely love that you're speaking my language. I always love to give our listeners something that they can use. So let's, let's go zero in on this practical intuition. Is there one takeaway that you hope readers can apply in their everyday life? And, and can we share it here in a way that maybe our listeners can take a bit of it away? Oh, so do you mean like a specific tool or, or, or if you have something in mind? Sure. Well, I have many. What, the one that came to mind as you asked that question is the image of a golden sun above our heads. And we use this, I use this at the end of every private session, at the end of every meditation I lead. We use this image of a golden sun as a way to replenish and call our energy back to ourselves. And the reason why I bring this as the number one thing is because many people think the problem is what they took on that they need to clear and let go of, or the thing they need to fix. And what's actually happening a lot of the time, because I believe we're spirits, each of us as a spiritual being, we have a body as we get scattered and we project our energy outside and we, our energy is all over the place and it's not in our bodies. So learning to work with energy is number one, are you present? Are you home in your body? So the technique specifically is imagine a golden sun three times as big as your body above your head. Imagine a magnet in there and then imagine and, and just ask, is part of my energy with other people and call it back. So any of your energy that's often, you know, trying to get something from someone, trying to help somebody, he'll fix or change somebody, being jealous, being critical, being angry, being whatever you are, giving your power to others, call it back. And then same thing, let the, 
Light come back to the sun, imagining you call your energy back from places. So any places you go physically, any places you've been, plan to go, dream about your dream space, your spacing out daydreams, <laughs> and then calling your energy back from the future and back from the past. And imagine all of this just fills, fills, fills the sun and then pop it. And imagine it's like liquid gold pouring back into every part of your body. All your cells are your organs, your physical body, your energy body, and then surrounding you. And most of the time people say, whoa, that was one of the most powerful things that we did because they didn't realize they weren't home. And if you're not home in your body, you're not going to feel good. Oh my gosh, this is brilliant. Um, I am going to commit to doing this because I think that this happens a lot for helpers, people who serve others a lot. So that energy just keeps going out and we need to replenish. We need to pull it back in. I love that technique. That's fantastic. I'm going to do it. I'm going to let you know how it worked for me. Okay. (laughs) So you have this topic of demystifying human intuition. It's huge, right? You want to show people how to make it work for them, but it seems so big. How are you able to to chunk it down for yourself and for others? Mm. Well, when I teach, I start with just simple exercises. For example, I'll just give another technique because it's relevant here and I won't get into too much of it, but If I ask you, Heather, to think about your best friend, and then imagine if you close your eyes and imagine a rose that represents your best friend in this moment, and then ask, what color is it? Is it in full bloom? Is it a bud? Is part petals falling off? Is there a stem? So kind of looking at just this imagination that we have as being a gateway to our psychic abilities. And everybody can do this. If I say picture a rose, some people don't see a rose, they'll see other things. I had these two guys, they saw, I I gave them an exercise to do where one was supposed to do a reading for the other person's um, friend or family member, a name they heard they didn't know. And one guy heard the other guy's father's name. He didn't know this person. He said, I see this Hawaiian shirt and I see this random car. And he didn't want to tell because I'm like, tell us about the rose. He's like, and then the guy who was um, asking for the reading for his father, he said, no, 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 you're accurate because that's my father's car. and He's going to Hawaii tomorrow. Oh my gosh. And then my point here is the imagination is a gateway to intuition and we don't know it unless we take a risk and, and, you know, speak up and test it out. Oh, that's fantastic because it really, it simplifies it into something that we can wrap our heads around. The rose is something that everybody understands. They can visualize that and then it opens them. So I really like that. Now you Mm -hmm. mentioned when you were giving your background that you were a sensitive kid. Mm -hmm. Is this book just for people who consider themselves sensitive or no? No, I believe everyone is. I mean, some of it are really aware that we are, Mm -hmm. but I would say everyone is psychic about whatever they're most interested in. So a mechanic is psychic about cars. A cook is psychic about what's going on in the kitchen. A parent is psychic about their children. You know, if you like shopping, you're going to know when the sale is. You're going to be, I want to go to that store today. (laughs) You know, and if you're in love with somebody, you're going to be tapped in or you're in a relationship, you're going to feel what's going on with them. So we are all psychic. We just, we're not all the ones that are going to sit down with a crystal ball or, you know, pull out the tarot cards. Not everyone's into that, but everyone's psychic. And that's the point of this book. In the most everyday moments, we're tapped in. We just don't always pay attention. Oh, that's fantastic. It's like when you said that, I was thinking about the flow that you get in when you're doing that thing that Mm -hmm. you love. And I I can see it being connected in some capacity. Mm -hmm. So you mentioned in the book 
um, mm-hmm. that you help people with relationships, career, prosperity, stress relief, a whole host of things. Is there anything that you can't help someone with? Uh, yeah, there are <laughs> things, you know, I, I believe, and I'm not, you know, some psychics may disagree, but I don't believe we can ever hundred percent predict the future. Mm-hmm. And the reason is I'm a believer in free will. And so I think the best psychics really can only tell you probabilities because the conditions can change. Everyone can change their course. So that's one thing. And I would say the other thing is if someone doesn't want to be seen, like if somebody asks me about their husband, say, and their husband doesn't want to show himself to me, I can't see. And if somebody doesn't want a healing and they, even if they come to me and even if they pay me, (laughs) sometimes they're really not ready to heal. Right. And if that's the case, I can't help them. Mm -hmm. So this is a world of free agency where we all get to choose. And I tell people, I'm not a peeping Tom. You know, I believe my clients will show me what they want me to see. So when I'm giving a reading, whatever pictures pop up, I think they're showing me that because there's something they want to know. Mm. You know, I think that's really freeing when you put it that way, Mm -hmm. you know, so it's that combination of something bigger and higher and a connection and all of that, the intuition, but that you still get to choose. I really like that. Mm -hmm. So with the name of this podcast being From Fear to Fire, I always like to ask my guests about a fear or a challenge that they overcame and something that they learned from it. Do you have something in mind? Well, in the light of, of developing my psychic abilities, I would say for me and also from, for my students and clients, I'll say, you know, it can be scary to start to develop these abilities and start to actually trust them and do readings for other people. So I didn't have mentorship. I had a lot of invalidation, you know, from things, nothing too, too heavy, but you know, things like mom's angry. I'm like, why are you angry? Oh no, I'm fine. Oh, okay. You know, yeah. <laughs> or that's just your imaginary friend. That's not real, right? You're not feeling that. That's, And so I didn't have any um, validation, you know, and I think a lot of us have had trauma maybe in past lives or we've been burned at the stake or whatnot. So I remember going to the first Um, when I went to psychic school and doing my first student reading, you know, I didn't know if I was right or not, you know, it was scary to be able to say, here's what I see. Right. And they made it really easy for us because it's a student reading and whatnot. But I remember I left crying because I was like, whoa, like we're, we're all so alike. And people, every time I did readings, they would say, you're, you're right on, you're right on, you're right on. And I was like, okay. And same thing with my students that start with me, they, they start and they're often, you know, don't want to say much. And by the later, I have a graduate class now, I can't get them to stop talking. I mean, we can <laughs> any given reading, but you have to kind of get over that hump of, I don't know what I'm doing, you know? And then in addition, the first psychic school, I didn't mention, I talked about the one I ended up staying with, but prior to finding that one, I found one that was the, the people that ran it were not balanced. It was around year 2000 or 1999, get, approaching 2000. And they're like, Y2K is coming. We have to all like sell our stuff. And, you know, you have to come travel with us if you want to be safe. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> I took one class with them. And I was like, no, I, I can't do anything more. And actually, I remember it was like 97. And then 99 is when I found the school I stayed with. But between like 1997 and 1999, I had taken this one class and I was like, God, 
I could see past lives. Like I, I really cracked something open in that class, but then I didn't know anybody who believed in, I was like, am I going crazy? And that was scary. And then I ran into a guy from that school. I ended up dating and he's like, oh no, this is normal. And, and I was like, Phew, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but when you don't know that this stuff could be normal, when you don't have support and when you have support that's off balance, and there are a lot of psychics that are off balance. So I teach a lot about integrity and ethics as well, but it's really helpful to have community and have people, either a teacher or a a group of people to practice with, which is a a safe and grounded space. And then to try it, you know, and even if the listeners today don't have anything like that, if you just want to start, have a friend or a family member, somebody you trust say, can I just tell you my psychic hits and like compare notes, or can we, can we do a little exchange of what do you get about this topic and then tell each other and see if we're right, or just by yourself, go out and where am I going to find a parking space? Like test out your psychic abilities in ways that are um, easy, you know, that that are not emotionally charged and then really practice getting that validation that you are onto something. Mm. You know, I think that what you're suggesting, what you learned absolutely applies in other arenas as well. Basically, you know, anything that you want to begin doing is scary in the beginning. You question yourself, right? And so I just see that's just another element of how, um, the practical side of intuition and what you're talking about is it's just so human. Mm-hmm. I think that's very cool. So we asked about the challenges. What about maybe a big success? Did you have either a success for you personally or one of your clients that you'd like to share with us? Hmm. Wow. There's been a lot of successes. Where do I start? Yeah. <laughs> um, Yeah, I'm drawn to talk about some of my clients. So for example, I have one, he always dreamed of composing music for movies. And he came to me and he was like starving artist and getting jobs that weren't paying that well. And then, you know, before he knew it, I, when he first came to me, I was like, you could do work like I do. He's like, what, what are you talking about? Like, I was like, you, you have all these abilities. So now he's a phenomenal healer and he's composing music for, you know, some of the big movies in Hollywood over the last year. So that's been a success through doing a lot of energy clearing and working together. I have another client. She came to me. She was terrified. Her boyfriend was cheating on her. And we did this gold sun exercise that I taught you because her biggest problem was her energy was over with her boyfriend tracking him Mm. and she wasn't in her body. And so you can imagine if she's not in her body, he's not going to be that attractive because she's anxious. She's not present. She's scattered. There's no sensuality. So she's over there and then he can feel she's like hovering energetically. And that's not, that's like, oh, and that would probably drive him to cheat, right? If he was Mm -hmm. inclined that way. And so it was creating exactly the thing she was fearing. Whereas I said, we did a 30 minute zoom session for our first, um, time together. This was probably 10 years ago or so. And so all I really did was help her come back to her body. And then at the end of that night, she said, um, she emailed me and she said, he came home and he's like, Oh my God, what did you do? You look so beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. And to this day, they're still together. I haven't heard anything else about jealousy over the years, you know, and I've had other clients, they've manifested soulmates and got married and got pregnant. And, you know, there's been just so much I could say. And I think for me personally, it's been about really learning that I'm not responsible for other people. 
and learning that everything I feel, I don't have to process. Everything I feel is not anything I need to attend to. And I find that these, these boundaries are really a relief, especially for me, but even for the people around me. I think when we have clarity in our being, we can actually have greater closeness to others. We have more creative life force that can flow. It's not muddy and sticky and weighing us down. So for me, I know that's more um, big. It's not a specific thing, but it's been huge. Oh, no, that's... I completely agree with you. That is enormous. <laughs> Life-changing because I'm hearing you and I'm totally resonating with what you're saying right now. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Now you include a, a, a lot of phenomenal energetic exercises in the book. Is there maybe another one or maybe a favorite of yours that you would like to share? Sure. Um, The one I would share next would be, and again, I love this color gold because gold is the highest vibration in the body. So I work with a lot of gold. And when I say highest vibration in the body, um, I'll just say a lot of spiritual teachings and meditations, they'll use white light. Mm -hmm. I don't recommend that. Um, except for rare cases. And I do use some meditations with white, but that's like more advanced and I, there's specific parameters. So I use this gold because gold is a very high vibration, but it doesn't make us so expanded that we space out. (laughs) Yeah. And you can use colors in the rainbow too. I work a lot with colors, but this technique would be to imagine another, a rose and this rose is for cleansing. So we, earlier we did a rose exercise to read and energy on something to read the energy of a person, or you could use it for a situation too. But if you want to imagine a gold sticky rose and close your eyes and then take that gold sticky rose, like a vacuum through your space or like a feather duster or magnet and just swish and swirl it through your head, through your heart, through your hips, through your chest, through your back, through your neck, anywhere you feel tension, anywhere you feel like you're taking on people's energies and you could take it around your body as well. And just Use it like a duster to cleanse Mm -hmm. and it just will absorb any energy you've taken on. Oh, I like that one. And that's so simple. Mm -hmm. That's great. I mean, you know, I think that this is just such a great tool. You know what? This is probably the perfect time to ask you to share if other people are feeling what I'm feeling right now, which is, hey, there's so much here. Why don't you share with our listeners you know, how they can find your new book, um, how you want them to connect with you. If you have any other resources or anything that you'd like them to know. Yes, that would be great. My website is anobrienliving.com, A-N-N-O-B-R-I-E-N living.com. And they can just click books and they'll see it. They'll see both my books. Um, but if you click books, it'll take you right to the new one. Everyone is psychic mm-hmm. and it's available this Friday. I guess this podcast will be released after the release date is April 8th, mm-hmm. 2022. Um, and I'm on social media at Ann O'Brien living. Fantastic. Now, when they read everyone is psychic, is there something that you hope that they're going to take away in particular? Hmm. Well, basically empowerment, you know, empowerment that they can access and manage these abilities. We all have them. And so if we can learn to use them, we can feel more clear, more um, free to create our lives instead of at the mercy at our lives and all the energy in our environment. So if we don't use it, it's like every day we go out and we're like, oh God, what's going to happen today? Right? And that person at work who's annoying or your family member that's struggling or, you know, whatever situations you're in, you just feel like I gotta have to figure out how to deal with them instead of setting intentions, instead of knowing how to clear energy, instead of learning how to feel what's yours and what's not yours. 
You know, and I, I hope people understand that um, they don't have to wait till their late teens or 20s to learn about energy like I did, you know, <laughs> that maybe, you know, people can talk about this with their families, with their kids and like, oh, yeah, you know, you're picking up energy. You don't have to hold that. That's not yours. I think uh, that would be so useful. That would be. So to all those parents out there, I love that one too. Let's help them out earlier so they don't have to struggle through trying to figure it out on their own like Ann and I. So, and this has been amazing. Is Do you have any final parting words of wisdom since the time just is absolutely flying by? Hmm. I would just say if anyone's starting to awaken these skills and they're confused and they're wondering if they're doing it right or if they're making things up, I would say just start like you're in kindergarten and be curious. And if you have a hit on something, instead of like either denying it or going, oh my God, like, what does that mean? Just get curious and say, tell me more about that. And often we close our eyes, we ask for insight and you can turn this on and off absolutely like a TV, right? (laughs) So close your eyes, ask for insight. And then if you just get a color or a feeling or a symbol, you don't know what it means, don't stop. Instead of stopping yourself, just say, tell me more about that. And then soon enough, the the story will unfold. Either you'll see another picture or you'll get a feeling or you'll have a knowing or you'll hear hear something. We all sense in different ways. And I talk about that in the book. You know, some of us are going to feel, hear, see, or know more strongly than the other senses. And that's okay. But I would say just be curious, be playful, and uh, start with things that you feel are are, um, maybe more easy to approach and find some validation and that'll build on itself. Mm, fantastic. Oh, she added some bonus nuggets there. And you have given us some great things to, that we can take away that we can use right now with those visualizations, the sun, the roses. Um, and I, and I highly recommend that the book is phenomenal. So for those of you out there who are thinking about it, check her out at anobrienliving.com. Um, and please, you know, just know that we appreciate you and uh, everyone out there. If you loved this, share it with a friend, leave us a review. Um, we appreciate you doing that. Thank you, Anne. Thank you, Heather. Have a beautiful day. Thank you as well.